physicality. infinite wisdom we didn't set up who was introducing our new our next somber party episode that's fine we just gonna wing it (laughs) 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 if you haven't already know this is another episode of afro puff and bubblegum with our drinks clink 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 ish oh yeah (laughs) tiffany can't have drinks so she had to drink apple juice Grape I'm juice. On painkillers and it's grape juice. Thank you. I'm <laughs> before the fun. <laughs> oh gosh, it has been quite a time. Uh, we decided once again we're going to just do another lighthearted slumber party episode. So pull up, get comfy. We uh just going to sit here and shoot the breeze. Although, one thing I want to kind of get us started with is, what are you all watching now? Hmm. I will tell you, I've been watching uh, Kudoko Basketball. You guys know that basketball anime? Isn't that just that one yes. basketball anime? <laughs> well, there's one that's like kind of old, I think in the 90s. It mm-hmm. starts starts with the s but the newer one where it's like a, a redhead guy and a blue hair guy he's like the blue hair guy is really short and i've been binging that for like the me and aaron have been binging that for like the last two weeks and mm. it's so good it made me like really like basketball like i i'm not a sports girl at all like you put on a basketball game you you basically I'm basically looking at a white wall like I am not paying attention <laughs> at all. But this anime because it's it's so like over dramatic and just it's almost like Dragon Ball Z meets basketball. Damn. Like they have special moves for <laughs> like the basketball like. So it's anime space jams. Basically, it I fucks with it so hard. Like I am like. It's almost like I'm watching a real game and I'm learning like actual terminology, like basketball <laughs> terminology. But it's like katakana, like t- Japanese sounding <laughs> like terminology. It's so good. I've been having a great time with this anime. Damn, like so this is what happens now. when the NBA goes off. <laughs> Y'all right? watching basketball anime. I'm putting you guys on. Put, watch Kudo Cool Basketball because every place. NBA for now. <laughs> for now. I think Shamari watched that. Because I remember he really liked the basketball anime. Because he's like you. Like, between the two of us, I'm the sports fan. Ooh. So, like, I was like, come on. Like, you don't want to watch. Well, actually, at the time he was watching it, I had stopped watching the NBA. So, um, well, I had stopped watching basketball. And I could get into that in a little bit. But um, I was like, how do you like watching sports animes, but you don't like watching the actual sports? And he was like, cuz, man, then you lit. But I will say, 
I will say that um, if I'm watching a sport and I'm explaining things to him, he'll start getting really into it. So um, I have actually, I grew up, you know, we're all from Chicago. So I grew up watching Michael Jordan, Scottie Pippen, Dennis Rodman, Phil Jackson. Like I watched all of them when the three-peat, which are the only six NBA championships in the history of like the Bulls franchise. Like they all occurred in the 90s and I watched them with my dad and um, my family's actually a bit of a basketball family. My brother played. My sister's playing on traveling AAU teams. Like I said, I grew up watching him, uh, watching the Bulls. But what stopped me from watching the NBA, the reason why I just stopped automatically, is because um, they started becoming super obvious with how they manufactured rivalries. And the rivalry they manufactured between the Miami Heat and the Chicago Bulls was just, it was so contrived and so obvious. And a lot of people to this day won't admit how obvious it was because mm-hmm. it was, LeBron James was on the team. So everyone was like, no, he's just that. It was when they had LeBron James and um, Dwayne Wade. Oh, so, of course, okay. mm-hmm. the, the people were like, oh, well, they just were winning because they were the best, the better players. And it was like, and because the referees were also having, like, really botched calls. Like, I remember at one point, one of the Heat players had, like, literally leapfrogged over a Bulls player and gave him a bloody nose. And, like, the refs did not call a foul, didn't stop the game, anything. What? Oh, my God. Yeah. And I'm just like, come on now. And then um, there'd be times where, like, the Bulls would be nowhere near, like, D-Wade or... LeBron James or any of the Heat players, and they would like call a flagrant foul or something stupid, which would cause the players to get ejected. I remember when that was happening, Tiffany, because I remember like my my dad and my brother watching a game, and like they would get so pissed off. Like it was infuriating because yes. the game wasn't even interesting anymore. Right, like they really lost interest when they um during that season, like. Like I said, I wasn't really, I didn't give a fuck either way. (laughs) They just hopped up. I was like, man, get the fuck out of here. Like, they're just like so upset, upset. But like with this anime, there was an episode where the main team, like the team that we're following was like going against another like very shady team. And like Mm -hmm. I hopped up like as if it was a real game. I was like, what the fuck? You <laughs> like I like like my boyfriend was laughing at me so hard because it's just cartoons like playing basketball. But Damn. I was so invested in that goddamn game, and I was just like, nah, man. I po- I paused the episode, everything, because I was so upset. <laughs> I was like, what the hell? That ref see them like they're hitting them. They're literally hitting them. Like, right. That's what was happening in the in Miami and Chicago and. Another thing that I remember, it just this one just lit my fire. There was like less than a minute left in the game. The Heat had the ball, and there was no possible way they could come back from this deficit. And it was either Dwayne Wade or LeBron James, I don't remember who, but one of them dribbled the ball to half court, set the ball on the floor, dead center in the middle of the court, and walked into the locker room. What? There was no fouls. They he wasn't fined. Nothing. They literally like the game ended because I think there's like you have like twenty seconds to control the ball when you're playing basketball. Mm-hmm. 
and there was more than 20 seconds on the clock. So he didn't get a 20 second violation. He didn't get anything. They literally just, he set the ball in the middle of the court and walked into the, into the locker room. And I was like, you know what? Y'all playing games. Y'all not getting my coin no more. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's why I stopped watching the NBA and it's, um, Pretty obvious why I would stop watching the NFL too. The only time I catch NFL games is um, if they're playing in the room where I am. Uh, occasionally, if there's nothing better to watch on TV, or for some reason I like watching uh, football games in Spanish. Uh, <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's a weird one. <laughs> Not even okay. French. You're like I like watching it in Spanish. Well, they don't have them translated in French. So what happens is. Um, I was using my friend's Comcast login because I don't have cable. And I, um, they won't let you see out-of-market games. So I couldn't watch it in English. But on Fox Deportes, you can watch it anywhere. <laughs> and there is nothing more exciting than having a super hype Mexican announcer to, uh, speak about what's going on in the game. Especially when they get like so hyped, they forget they're speaking Spanish and start speaking English. No, oh. like, that's the funniest thing. Like this one announcer, he was talking, he was like, "Whoa, shake and bake," and then like, shake. <laughs> 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 oh my god, it was the funniest thing ever. But yeah, no, I'm the sports fan. So, Brittany, you have your basketball anime. Drea, yep. what you watching? Um, I already finished Cells at Work, which is like. Of Moses Jones, the anime, I never thought I needed. Oh, I watched that. It's so good. It's it so feels good. more comforting it. now with the coronavirus going around. I have a white blood cell. Die, germ. I'm like, yes. <laughs> Kill them I all. <laughs> I forget what number he is, but I love him. I feel conscientious. Like, I'm picking at a scab. I'm like, but my red blood cells and platelets are working so hard to make that scab. <laughs> I'm a pick Don't at you hurt the platelets. Like you be nice to those platelets. They're so cute. I know. I'm like, but I'm still picking at that shit too. Like, but it's irritating. <laughs> and yesterday, I think it was yesterday, I finished Tiger King because it was a wave. And I'm like, let's see how crazy is it. Is was that it crazy? Ne- it was. It's like Netflix needs this whole category called white people shit. And that need to go in there. <laughs> along with abduct- abducted, abducted. In plain sight. Yeah, that shit got crazy. Yeah, I didn't watch that either. I was like, I nah, I'm good on that. People were getting so upset. I was like, I'm just not ready to emotionally invest myself in this. So, I mean, I. it's not like it's an intellectual, smart documentary. It's just saying that everyone in here is trash in their own way. <laughs> and hear how they're fucking over the animal kingdom with this animal trafficking ring. Because there aren't any laws that regulates the ownership of wild animals. Yeah, they just, yeah. they're very loose. I know that much. It just makes you appreciate that I have Steve Irwin. Because <laughs> 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 I'm like, damn, everyone is trash in their own rights. You know, it's a really, you know, under the category of WPS, um, another really good show for that is uh, Who the Bleep Did I Marry? That one's on Hulu. And it is wild. Some of it's like, oh, I met this guy and he turned out to be, you know, some crazy rapist murderer. Or like, there was one where this guy ended up being, um, he ended up 
like a sh- starting a shooting in two different financial institutions in Atlanta in like 1996. Like they shut the whole city down because this guy went on a rampage. Mm. Um, and then there was one I actually vaguely remembered this, where um this guy was like, yeah, I was gonna date this girl, but she had these close ties with my friend, and I was well, he was like he had, had made the friendship first, and then he close ties with the girl and he almost dated her but then he started she was real close with the friend but then he decided to date her only to find out she had killed the friend and this was something that happened recently like i think i've heard about that shit yeah so did i and it was the one where they were like trying to appeal her case and like they showed a picture of her in the courtroom and she looked it crazy like she clearly had like no remorse and that was just so i like looked it up it, it's it's a wild ride. So yeah, that's on Hulu. Who to bleep that, Mary? Um, if you want to see some crazy WPS, that's that's a good show for that. Oh, I mentioned abducted in plain sights. Have you seen that, Brittany? No. Oh I my really god. Have a low tolerance for stupid white people shit. Like, <laughs> but like, I'm just being honest. So go ahead. Okay. Understandable. because <laughs> it it's bad. It's to the point. I was playing the mm-hmm. drinking game. I was taking a shot for every bad choice, and it was. I heard it, it was a lot. It, the shot call was getting really high. I wasn't even thirty <laughs> minutes in. I'm like, what the fuck? In short, yeah. these two parents pretty much was scammed by a pedophile, and so their daughter got kidnapped by him twice. <laughs> Not once, twice? but twice. Twice. Yeah. She's been yep. kidnapped by the same man twice. And he he's he like bamboozled them so hard. Like he had an affair with the wife. Mm-hmm. He talked the husband into giving him a hand job. And he talked the parents into letting him lay next to his daughter because of part of his therapy when he was actually getting his rocks off next to her because he's a fucking pedophile. I'm like, yo. Yeah, I heard about all of that. And I was just like, nah, I'm good on that. Mm-mm. Like, that shit was a crazy-ass ride. And I'm like, God damn. This is real life? (laughs) Right. Some of the episodes of Who the Bleep Did I Marry are like that. And it's just like, like, you see the parade of red flags, and they're not even, like, subtle red flags. Like, who decides, like, you know what? I'm typically straight, but this weird guy convinced me to uh, jerk him off, so let me let him near my daughter, because he clearly understands boundaries. Girl, (laughs) that happened in Tiger King, as in one of them. I mean, shit, it's in the documentary. Joe Exotic, it seemed like he always surrounded himself with straight men that he admired and liked, and I think he most of the time, they're like 19. I think one was lured with meth. And drugs. Wow. And I'm like, what? What? Okay, but at 19, you're not really grown. You could still no. kind of stupid. So yes. that's why I'm like, because I think like several of them, he hooked up with them when they were young, like 19. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, uh uh-uh. uh. Mm. There's actually a, um, like a somebody's. Guy, go ahead. There's actually a guy who's, um, he's a major um, financial contributor to the democratic party and he keeps ending up in rooms with like young black men young black males Mm. who and who are drugged and what he does and it's like he i don't know if he's been on trial yet but like 
black men who have survived him have come out and talked about it. I forget his name. But, like, he basically lures them in with drugs um, and has sex with them and causes them to OD and then he resuscitates them. Like, he gets off on them. He invites them to his mansion to do that. And he's, like, a huge financial contributor to the DNC. It's, like, a white guy and he does, and he preys specifically on black men. On black gay men. It makes them OD for he can resuscitate? What the fuck? Yeah, and two of them have died in his mansion. Two Mm -mm. of them have died in his mansion. I don't think he's been to court yet. Mm-mm. See, this why? is why we have a limit of WPS. I can't deal with this shit. I gotta take a <laughs> Yeah, you are definitely right about that. Right. <sighs> yeah, that's probably yeah. why I didn't get into Tiger King because, like, I hear about, I pay a, t- a lot of attention to the news, and mm-hmm. um, a lot of my news source comes from progressive news outlets. So they're more or less than the Democratic Party, but they. And with that in mind, they criticize both the Republican Party and the Democratic Party mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, equally, which that's fine because if we can't critically analyze ourselves or critically analyze the world around us, then what's, what's the, the point? point? Right. So, um, yeah, no, I, th- I so that's why I get a lot of info and I hear about all these crazy WPS and then it's like, hey, want to watch this documentary of more crazy WPS? And I'm just like, Bam, I'm good. Let me watch my hero. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Need to detox on anime right now. Right. I'm um, actually waiting for Demon Slayer. Like, can that hurry up and come on? I'm girl, Demon I Demon Slayer in the manga. I'm ready for that I shit. I got yeah, the I'm first volume for like $4.99. I already have people starting shit on social media talking about My Hero Academia or JoJo. I'm like, I'm waiting for Demon Slayer. Why? why is there a comparison anyway like i don't (laughs) it started with a meme first of all started with a dumbass meme where it's pretty much as in good guy nerd guy loses other guy wins so there's so many versions and one of them he said hey do you watch my hero academia and she just blackballs him and blocked him and the dark skinned niggas like you watch jojo she's like yes daddy they're like this is the right opinion And I'm like, but my hero academia is good. <laughs> yes, girl, I wa- I was watching. Was it, I just saw the episode where they had the school festival and like oh they were God. singing and then like Aries smiled and I'm like crying on the couch. Girl, I haven't gotten to that point. I'm waiting. That, I was just like the whole thing. So first of all, like I love slice of life or like music anime in general so when they mm-hmm. had that episode i was just sitting on the couch and i was just smiling so hard and like i felt like a little kid i was just so happy i was like that whole episode just made me so happy and when she smiled at towards the end i was just like oh yay they accomplished it you know i was just so mm-hmm. happy oh it was oh such a good gosh. episode and even the um showdown with gentle criminal like that made me yeah. emotional too i'm just like don't spoil it so for dumb. me i haven't got okay. to that point <laughs> no i know that's why i was i didn't say who was involved in the showdown or when the showdown takes place just it's you know hey. he's gentle criminal you know something's gonna happen with him know, eventually but you know hip did you finish watching steven universe future bitch of course. Oh, I'm talking about the other one. <laughs> I know. I know. She was talking to me. I was like, can I hide? 
my my head is like looking at a wall to look at the side of your head. I'm like, I know this asshole did not finish it, which means I can't talk about it. Good. Okay. So (laughs) (laughs) I have not because I was inspired. I was inspired by Britney to do a top ten most influential uh, anime video myself. So these past few days, I have been hammering that out, collecting video clips, collecting images, stuff like that, um, rewatching certain bits of anime to try and like refresh. And I actually messed myself up because there's this um, song in Kill the Kill called Before My Body Dries or Dries Out or, you know, people call it Don't Lose Your Way because that's like the chorus. But anyway, I was I was listening to that and started tearing up a bit because that song is just powerful. But once I iron everything out, I do plan on binging it because y'all know I'm about to move and I have like a 10 day gap between working at my current location and transferring to my next location. And if I don't finish Steven Universe Future before I move, I will finish it then. Mm, there's a side eye going your way. Well, Anywho, Brittany, you finished it. Oh I did Do I need finish to finish it. it today? Do I need to finish it today? I can't talk about it then. Well, we can't go into details, but we can at least say like how we felt towards the end, right? Oh, yeah, okay? you can do that. You can talk about the end, the feelings towards the end. I'm turning okay. my back towards Tiffany. I'm facing Brittany. So... <laughs> and then I, I like so visualize that too. Like I really I, did. I saw it in my mind's eye. I feel like I'm in timeout. Let me go sit in the corner. I shifted in my chair completely. I'm like, I, I heard it. it. Like I heard it did. in your voice. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm gonna tell you how I feel about this show, Steven Universe. Okay, the last episode, I cried. Like it. It was a very happy, like, feeling. It just was like, oh, I like how it ended. But I was so sad that it was over and that it's, you know, nothing else after that. And mm-hmm. I was just like, I felt like I just watched him grow to a young adult. And it's like my child, <laughs> you know, right? like my child leaving. And I was just like, Oh my god, like it felt so, this show meant so much to me, and I'm so happy you guys put me on to this, because when I would, like, go through Cartoon Network and see the, uh, Steven Universe, I was just like, uh, he's literally a baby, like, that's why I was just like, nah, I'm good on that, and then just to see some of these episodes and, like, how deep, like the themes are and like how digestible it is for kids but like it still hit adults in different ways and like the music and the like aesthetic and it's just so well put together and I was just like oh my god I love this show this show means (laughs) a lot to me now like I was looking up Steven Universe merch last night listening to the soundtrack and I was just like here we are in the future oh my god this show and even like my boyfriend you know a 33 year old man just like yeah put on that song with bismuth like the one where she was singing really hard i was just like i got you fam that was on the movie <laughs> so like this show has like brought so much light into our our little tiny apartment and like anytime we feel really like 
kind of sad, especially with everything that's going on now. Like, mm-hmm. I would put on the soundtrack and just have that playing through the house. So, Steve Universe, I am so, so, so happy that I watched that show. And I'm like, I think I'm going to rewatch it in a couple of weeks. And I, I, I think I will because I got a lot of time on my hands now. So, yeah, we, yeah, we do. Well, I don't yeah. have as much as I. I'm I'm an essential worker, so I don't yeah. I don't have any free time. I'm an essential worker too, but I chose not to go in today. I'm like I don't feel like being at risk. You Maybe know what like that. though? That makes sense. Mm-hmm. So but, I um I, I would avoid going in, but uh, bills who need to get paid. Right. But what's well, actually funny is how everybody's. I'm sorry. Real, real quick, and then Drea, which how people are dealing with this. So I was on the um, register one day, and um, my I had two people were helping me. One person, you know, on each side, and one of the people I was working with tried to um, talk to the customer, and the customer started coughing. So this is what I heard. All right, now you have a good. <coughs> oh hell no, girl! My dad's is bad. <laughs> So that's how my day goes. That's how my day goes. But Dre, what were you trying to say? I was about to talk about Steven. You weren't here to talk about coronavirus. <laughs> I'm a side. I'm talking about being again. essential, but continue with Steven. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> Steven is live. And it's just and not funny. It's like the music can send you to a whole different level. Because even when I'm like pissed or I'm mad or emotionally overwhelmed, I'll think of here comes a thought. And I'll mellow the oh, fuck down. Yeah, that's that's my Which one chill is that out song? song. The one with uh Here comes the thought. Yes, Garden. Okay. Yeah, that song. That Thanks, not someone Garden. Was said it? and oh, how yeah, it, it harmed you. Yeah, it was yeah, Garden's coaching Savani. Yes. Yeah, okay. Gotcha. Yeah. So that would just mellow me the fuck out. Or like for weeks I would sing true kind of love because it's just so uplifting. <laughs> it is very uplifting. <laughs> But I like how Steven Universe Future literally addresses so much of Steven Universe that you can mm-hmm. overlook as in it's a kitty show. It doesn't mm-hmm. have any weight. It just is what it is. And they readdress some things. You're like, damn, y'all really going to talk about that? Because <laughs> yes. I always was thinking about it. But now you're gradually, you know, going to validate it and say, hey, he's an actual person. Mm-hmm. All these things that were going on in his childhood affects him now as a young adult. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So even while I was and that's watching, important to see, right? It is important to see, yeah. Because a it's, lot of people they don't they don't think about that. Not they at all. Think about how every individual every individual person is a culmination of their experiences as well as like just who they are and how that's adapted over time. And that's kind of my criticism about people who like are like super young and they're just like oh i'm gonna have a baby and that's gonna be it's like no you're not having a baby you are becoming the guardian of a person yes like that's not just it's not just oh cute baby who control love me forever no that's that's a whole person Mm -hmm. who's gonna have a whole personality a whole slew of experiences and most of it you're not gonna be in control of hell to the no so the fact that they handle that in Steven Universe is actually, I like that. I know a lot of people are probably going to miss that point, but you know, at least I mean, it's they there. Ca- they really can't because 
it literally addresses what he's been through as trauma. Although you see him as the hero of that, you know, previous series, mm-hmm. now is articulated as childhood trauma. And I'm like, God mm-hmm. damn. Mm-hmm. Well, he was a child soldier in a way. Yeah, he was, but as in the guise of a kitty cartoon, you don't even think mm-hmm. that deeply in that. Now, right. as a young adult, he can't really function because he'd never had an identity outside of his magical boy destiny. <laughs> right. And, and who is my mom? So even right. watching him struggle growing up, struggle with articulating with other kids his age, it's like, my baby's not growing up. My baby's not handling growing up well. No, he was not handling it well. <laughs> I was just like, but it makes so much sense. Like, it's understandable, and I'm just, I'm just happy how they uh, tied it together at the end, for sure. And when at the end, and it dawns on you, with that end clip, you're like, God damn it, we've been seeing this the whole time, and it mm-hmm. just never... <laughs> I felt some type of way. Girl, in my fee-fees, for real. <laughs> like, I was misty-eyed when I first watched it. The second time, I'm like, my eyes are leaking. Oh, I watched on YouTube, Cartoon Network um, put out a video just basically saying, you know, like what Steven Universe meant to a bunch of different influencers and even just regular people. I don't know if you guys mm-hmm. saw it, but oh, no, um, cute. it was so nice. Like it was a bunch of people from different marginalized communities that were just speaking uh, about what this show meant to them. It just seemed how like it affected them and like just to see representation in a cartoon but done so well and like Mm -hmm. just getting so emotional and and oh my god like that whole little it's basically like a nice little send-off for steven universe and i was it was like 13 minutes and i was just like don't cry don't cry the whole time (laughs) don't cry (laughs) don't do it I and mean, I in Steven like, Universe, cry. everybody cries. And then, like, <laughs> the last part of that video, it was just, like, the last part of the actual show. And I was just like, oh, I'm so sad that <laughs> it took me so long. <laughs> Even Garnet had hood tears. <laughs> yeah, right. Gosh, I love Garnet so much. Oh, my gosh. She's the best. I don't even know what I'm going to yeah. do now. It's like, when the good show ends, you're like, what am I going to watch now? Right. <laughs> The it world feels feel a devoid. bit empty. <laughs> yep. You know what's the worst after you finish it? And then you're like, oh, man, I was watching something that was super bomb last week. Why did I stop watching it? Oh, it was Steven Universe Future, and that's because it ended. <laughs> you know what? This is so funny, because I, I watch Clone Wars um, on Disney Plus on Fridays. But mm-hmm. Steven Universe always, like, tops clone wars and i always forget it and i end up watching it on sunday instead of on fridays i'm just like yeah steven universe for some odd reason i keep thinking that it came on at seven so i'll tune in at seven o'clock and i'll be like fuck i missed it it's so like, <laughs> <laughs> i have to watch it like later on in the like night and then on sunday i was like oh yeah clone wars came out like I totally forgot, but they come on the same day, but I was always Damn. more concerned about Steven Universe. Yes. The Star Wars legacy child, like, hold on. Right. It comes on. It's weird. <laughs> My dad knew Steven child. Universe was coming on. He said, I saw something about a new episode. I was going to tell you about it, but you look so damn tired. <laughs> I didn't want to interrupt you to let you know that Steven was on. I'm like, don't worry. I watched it on my computer. <laughs> I'm, on, I'm on that shit. I'm 
I'm on it. <laughs> like, yeah, I will not it. miss an episode. Mm. Yeah. Because, yeah, yeah, like I said, I don't have cable, so I have to watch it all on TV anyway. And, I mean, all on the internet anyway. And I like to binge my stuff. So that's part of the reason why I haven't seen it yet. Because how many times, Drea, have you said in the group chat, man, now it's on hiatus. I'm not setting myself up for that. <laughs> man, that, <laughs> that shit, shit was, was the most frustrating relationship ever. Like, yeah. how dare you give me a week worth of Steven bombs? I think you pretty much had like an episode a day for the entire week. Mm-hmm. And then you're on like a three month break. And you're like, yeah, what, the, what the fuck? What yeah, the fuck, see, Cartoon Network? Set up for that. What the fuck? I've lived that... through that once before, and I am not. I With think what? I told you about that, right? With Haven. Okay, so Sci-Fi used to have this TV show called Haven. It's based off of a Stephen King short story called um, "The Colorado Kid." Basically, um, this FBI agent goes to Haven, Maine to solve issues and finds out that there are people who have these things called troubles which are essentially like x-men powers but really messed up x-men powers and um a lot of it has to do with the fact that there was a kid they called the colorado kid who died in haven and nobody knows like what nobody remembers the day he died however in the picture of the colorado kid body like that was in the newspaper there's a woman who looks just like the main character and the main character is an orphan who never knew her mother so she thinks it's her mother so she stays in haven to and um to learn about her mother but she's also helping people deal with their troubles some of them are benign like this guy um nathan he has one he actually thought his was a medical condition um what is it called? I had the word in my head, but it's like idio something neuropathy. Basically, he can't feel pain, and he thought it was mm. a medical condition because that is a medical condition that exists. But, but his was actually caused by the troubles, and they come around like every so many years, blah blah blah. So anyway, I was binging it, and I decided that I was going to watch it every Friday when it came on. The reason I actually got into the show was because um, Edge from the WWE, AKA Adam Copeland. He was retiring because he had, um, his spine was narrowing. And if he got hit in the wrong way, he would have become a paraplegic, if not a quadriplegic. So he retired, mind you, he's back now, full perfect health wrestling. But anyway, he had started making um, guest appearances on the show as a character who survived, um, he, he survived the Iraq war, but his trouble, your troubles get activated by trauma. And it just so happens he literally attracts bullets and his got activated while he was serving in Iraq. So, but, um, he was a recurring character on there. So I started watching it for him. And then by the time I got to episodes where he was in it, I forgot he was in there because the show was so good. So they started showing, um, the new episodes, like new episodes are supposed to start back up. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to binge it all. And then I'm going to watch it every time they get to a new episode. So I set it up so I'd watch season, the season finale of season three a week before the season premiere of season four. You know, setting up for that same view schedule. And the way the season three finale ended, I was so mad. I was like, 
sobbing. It was so traumatizing, and I'm like sobbing ugly, like just just not in tears and everything. And I was just like, <laughs> and I don't get to see what happens next. This the BS man. <laughs> <laughs> I was so distraught emotionally, just how it ended. And I was like, nah, I'm waiting till season four is completely done before I go back and finish it. And ever since then, I will like wait for stuff to get for a whole season to get done before I get into a show because like I refuse to be set up like that again <laughs> see that's no, what I happened get it. that's how I introduced the Game of Thrones it was on HBO it was on demand and my dad and I like yo let's watch this shit we binge watched the whole first season didn't even realize it was the whole first season. We just binge watched in like two damn days. I think it was Saturday and Sunday. We got to the end. We're like, man, when the next episode? Next year. What the oh, fuck? Oh, well, when yep. I binged it, I was we in got Japan, hooked on it. And mm-hmm. yeah, that's basically what happened. Like everybody was talking about this show, but luckily it was like two seasons or three seasons in, and I was just like. Well, let me see what this Game of Thrones thing is. And, like, I had so much downtime in Japan. When I was not working, I was just, like, sitting in my house. And so, on my off days. And so, I watched it, and I was on my little futon on the floor. And it was just like, oh, my God. This shit is crazy. I (laughs) was, like, a hermit for at least three weeks. (laughs) <laughs> like my friends would like hit me up because that was when I would go out on a weekend with them and like go up to like the city or whatever and hang out with them. And they was like, "Yeah, you coming up this weekend?" I was like, "Hell no!" I was like, "I'm about to watch Game of Thrones." Oh <laughs> bro! I got my snacks. I had a convenience store right next to my apartment. I just went up oh, there. You were good my hair all Ma'am. out, everything, just hella like probably scared all them Japanese people. I was like, "Oh, you know, fuck, I'm getting my is. snacks." And I'm going back to my apartment and watching Ma'am, Game of Thrones. how do you go across the country just to be an introvert? My <laughs> girl, that is in my blood. I came across the country, across the world. She was literally yes, on the I other did. side of the world. And they asked me what happened. It was like, man, where you been? You have been gone for a while. I was like, I was watching Game of Thrones. I was just straight up. I was like, I... So you skip I mean, hanging out with us for that? Yep. Girl, that show, <laughs> that show would make me like, y'all... I can't. Like, when it came out Sundays, it was a wrap. Yes. You know where I'm going to be at. And Mondays were my off days, too, so I had to wait for, like, the time difference to, like, hit the uh, hit on Mondays. And I'd be like, just, I'm sorry, y'all. I ain't going out. I'm waiting on Game of Thrones. <laughs> <laughs> I love coming to work on those days. Monday, I come in. We'll look at each other. And it just be like, the nigga not. But it's like, yep. understanding. <laughs> They're like, you seen that bull? <laughs> we will all congregate. We're supposed to be greeting customers and shit, but no, we're like a three, a three of us, like a threesome, just like man. And then when they did that, man, and then like you guys are supposed to be working. Okay, okay, but we're talking about Game of Thrones. Oh, you saw that episode? It's like <laughs> not even helping us focus. We're like, we're gonna talk about this damn show real quick. And it, I get mad when one of my coworkers didn't see it. Like, Rich, huh? You saw Game of Thrones? I didn't see this. God damn it, Rich. <laughs> <laughs> Who am I going to talk to? <laughs> you just stuck right. together, Reg. <laughs> I know. Just like you, Tiffany. Get your shit together. Couldn't talk about Steven today. Hey, mm-hmm. man. It's done now, so I can finish it. I already told you. I was just setting myself up. I had a friend of mine who was the same way. He's like, I'm going to wait for it to finish. Then I'm going to watch it. 
Right, yeah, because I, you just, I can't. And then the episodes for Steven are so short. They and are. I, I'll sit there and I'll watch like 12. And then all of a sudden it'll be like, oh, okay, I guess. But one more should be all right, right? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I just I just have to look out for me and my happiness, okay? It's like yeah. Steven Universe and Tiffany is like a pack of Oreos. You might take one. Next thing you know, you cleaned up the line. <laughs> and oh, you're gosh. like you know what Oreos and then no more Oreos <laughs> <laughs> I gotta go to the store and get some more Oreos god damn okay so the only Oreos I'll do that with cause I'm not I'm not a big store bought cookie person like I like I like my cookie soft Oreo has a flavor the um red velvet oh. I <laughs> yeah no my one of my my, my work wife she was like oh my gosh, these are so good, you have to try them. And I'm like, okay, because, you know, I'm a store-bought cookie. I'm like, yeah. So she hands me one, and I was like, oh, hold up. <laughs> <laughs> and this is where she got me fucked up. <laughs> they were so good. So, so yeah. Yeah, Steven, me and Steven Universe, it's like me and a pack of red velvet Oreo cookies. I'm going to sit there okay. eat the whole thing. <laughs> Before a limited series, it was good. Even though it felt like the pacing near the end was kind of, uh. But, you know, it can't bomb like Samurai Jack limited series. Oh, man. That last season, could they could have kept that shit. Really? Was it, I, see, I was never on that wave of, like, Samurai uh, Jack. So, I wasn't really what? Sur- you yeah, haven't seen you know surprisingly. Okay, I'm going to be honest. I wasn't either. And here's the reason why. Because... Jack looks just like the professor from Powerpuff Girls. I mean, like, he is the professor. He's, he's, <laughs> right. So it's like, I'm supposed to take you see, I'm supposed to take the sweet but kind of goofy professor seriously as some serious Japanese samurai, samurai warrior from the past. He got like, so it was that disconnect is the reason why I never really got into it, but I did hear about how the limited series ended and I kind of felt it was that BS. Girl, it has such a strong, like maybe three to four episodes. It was strong as fuck. You're like, yeah. I did see some of them and they were strong. They were really good because Shamari likes um, he likes Samurai Jack. Like, oh. this is legit. And then it just turned left and you're like, what the f- what? Mm-hmm. We waited this long and you, this is what you do with it? Hmm. <laughs> I can't imagine that happening, Kingdom Hearts 3. <laughs> Bitch, get the fuck out of here. Now you're going to start a whole other rant. You know what? I think that what shit is happened? just... What the fuck happened? It went. It was trapped in production hell. That's what I it think was. what the fuck happened. It was trapped in production hell, and what came out just felt so anticlimactic. Like, it's the last game of the Dark Seeker saga. Let me We've been tell waiting, you. like, maybe 10 years Yes, I was game? just about been, to say that. I was about to say no. It's, I think it's been longer because yeah, it's been longer. I, I was, I was rounding it off. <laughs> you better round it up. Um, I was in high school when I played Kingdom Hearts two. Did I ever tell you about that story? Or like when I, of playing um, of how my sister accidentally erased like my game data. Oh, well, no. not erased it, but she messed it up. Oh my gosh. Okay. That's so, why I don't share shit with my sibling. Keep on going. I'll tell you a story next. Hey. Okay. So, well, you all know I am 15 years older than my baby sister. So, 
we didn't she she was a bonus blessing so um the house we didn't have you know enough space for everybody to have their own room so because i was the oldest and most responsible they put her in my room and in and where her crib was there was this light switch that if you turned it off it disconnected all the power on that wall well that's where the tv was because that was the only place to put the tv and my game system and all that so i'm at beast castle and i'm fighting zaldin and zaldin was so hard i don't know if you all remember who zaldin is he's the one with the spears with the floating spears controls the spears girl zaldin kicked yo <laughs> i didn't play tail. the game so i have no idea okay oh that man and then you have to have king mickey come out and revive you blah blah blah, blah. so anyway um my mom had put my baby sister in the crib because she was asleep because again she's young because i'm in high school so she was born when i was 15 so i've got to be maybe 16 no because she could stand at this point 17. so um i it took me about a week to beat zaldin and i finally beat zaldin and my mom caught me down for dinner and you know in the black household mom says come get your food you gotta come get your food right then there's no hold on let me save it's you know (laughs) so went downstairs well, as I'm finishing dinner, we hear my sister from her crib. She's standing up. She's awake now, so she wants to get out, so we have to go get her. Wouldn't you know that she had flipped that switch <laughs> on the wall Ooh. that controlled all the power? Ooh. And I was not able to save after trying to beat Zaldin for a, a week. week. You know what? I never wanted to fight a toddler before, but I know (laughs) I was pretty close on that day. (laughs) I mean, she's a baby, but her rocks would have baby would have caught a stiff hand to the face. (laughs) All I could do was kiss her forehead. I was just like, oh my god! You kissed her forehead. You could have shoved that little forehead to the pillow like, mm. I'm not going to smother my baby sister. I said well, smother. Was... You could have shoved the little big old smother. lollipop head in. <laughs> like she knew what was no, going no on. Killer. She was like maybe, she was maybe a year and a half old. Oh, she still could have got that bobble head. <laughs> <laughs> she'll get it. She'll get it now. I've legit told her sometimes. I'm like, look, I will fight you. <laughs> no. I don't care if you are taller than me. I will fight you. <laughs> Back That's in the funny. day, it was just me and my younger brother, and we used to share the PlayStation. We shared the play. We shared the Genesis Sega. Share the PlayStation. Share the PlayStation too. Even though it was his, so what? I'm your playmate. We share fucking toys. Right. So, one day, I don't know how we got into it, but he got mad at me and deleted my Kingdom Hearts game. <gasps> oh. Yeah, them catch these hands. Them were fighting words. <laughs> I right. know what I did something as payback. I know I did. <laughs> I forgot what it was, but ever since then, I had my own memory card. And then he escalated to the point that he wouldn't even let me play the PlayStation Two anymore. Ooh. So I had to buy my own. So ever since that shit, we never share game systems. We will have two of the same goddamn systems in the house. You know because- what though? Because he would do grimy shit like that. And I'm like, I ain't got time for you. I get my own PlayStation, too. So I got I the Silver Slim. I turned my brother's Xbox off one time, like, out of anger. Because, <laughs> see, he was playing Halo. And I was just like, 
I'm trying to be on my space for some odd reason. I needed to concentrate, and this nigga was too loud. And I was just like, Tim, can you just, like, bring your voice down? And he was like, whatever, man. I'm playing. Da, 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 da. Right? And so I was like, yeah, mm. keep playing. I'm going to turn your Xbox off. He's like, I wish you would. And he tested oh, my well, gangster. Oh, he like, tried to call oh. your bluff, bitch. Right. I was like, I am 15 years old. I will rock your ass. And so I, <laughs> I went into the, the family room. And I put my hand near, like, the button. I was like, stop playing with me. Just bring your voice down. You're too loud. He's like, you wouldn't do it. I was like, Tim, do you know who I am? And I pressed the button. And that shit went off. And he was like, no, you didn't. And we legit, like, not a box, because I was still stronger than him at that point. Mm -hmm. He tried it. I knocked his ass down. I was like, now you know that I'm not playing no more. And I closed the door and I was like, be quiet. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, the older sister has spoken. Yes, I have spoken. (laughs) What made him think you weren't going to turn it off? All you had to do was push your button. Because he was smelling himself. That's They always do at that age. At that age, they they think they can't test you. 12 or 13 at the time. And so it was just like... He really thought he was able to. I, when he got to 16, that's why I was like, I. <laughs> right. You might get Same with my now. brother. But back in the day, it was just like, no, I still run shit in this house. Like, not mm-hmm. you. So, now, yeah. even when he got older, I'm like, I still find a way to get your ass. No, I'm going to get him. Don't, don't think. I mean, I'll have to be clever, but don't think them football muscles going to save you. I will get your ass. <laughs> Girl, mine got my brother. I got, heard that um, boiling sugar muscles. was really hot. <laughs> <laughs> I will find a way to routine, get you. As someone who routinely makes like their own pancake syrup, yes, boiling sugar is extremely hot. <laughs> See, I'm the child that thinks about shit like that. So I'm like, you really shouldn't play with me. I think of shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're thinkers, okay? <laughs> I mean, get you back. Do you want to be waking up with grits to the face? I think shit. Don't fuck mm-hmm. with me. I will beat you with a pan. Don't think, mm-mm, I will come back. <laughs> you might get me today. <laughs> like, I will come back and bite you. But yes, to answer the earlier question, the gap between Kingdom Hearts 2 and Kingdom Hearts 3 was 14 goddamn years. Even yeah. though they had a bunch yeah. of in-between games in the middle, yeah, we waited long enough for this game. Only for it to be very anticlimactic and just the game dynamic just wasn't as great. Like, back in the day, I think you could visit a world twice to play through the storyline. In that game, mm-hmm. you, you spent, like, over an hour playing one world. It was, like, dragged out. Really yes. Long. Oh, my God. Mm. Like, my boyfriend was playing the Toy Story part for, like, five days. I was like, God damn, I'm tired of hearing that. You know, uh, the, nah, the not soundtrack. five days. Well, it wasn't that. <laughs> I might be exaggerating because uh-huh. that's what I do, but it was long. I was like, Girl. get past this part so I can stop hearing you know the sound check of me. <laughs> I probably, I I think I played like maybe well over three hours a day when that game was out, only to get two worlds out the way. Wow! Like it's a long ass fucking process, especially when you stretch out the worlds like that. So mm-hmm. now you're doing all these side plots that are not really orientated to the main shit. So when you get yeah. to the main shit, that's when shit start escalating. It feels like 95% of the game was a side quest you didn't have a choice to do. Yeah, yeah. I was watching my um, husband play it because 
one of my best friends bought it for us, and I feel so bad because, like, neither one of us really feel inclined to play it. Because, again, like you said, we waited 14 years for this game to come out. And, like, Hubby was playing it, and he got to the Kingdom of Corona, which is, you know, the Tangled world. And he was just like, it was very pretty. He was like, the dynamics are cool, but, um, yeah. I don't know. I feel like they, I feel like the developers kind of got stuck with how they made the other games and just kind of ran with that. I don't know if they got stuck or they were trying too hard to put all the Disney shit in it and trying to make it look good to why rationalize the, why Let It Go in so- there. Huh? Why did they put Let It Go in there? I think they was trying to flex or they tried to capitalize how popular Frozen was, but by then it already had zoned out. Because Frozen Let It Go, it was really hot. Oh my God. Like, I worked with kids. <laughs> Even in Japan, it was. Oh my goodness. I Wait, worked I at a that. day camp. Let me finish. Like, yeah, go ahead. I, I, I worked at a day camp. We went to a basketball game. I think it was like some sky, I'm about to say sky high. That's a damn Disney movie. But it was like an all women's basketball team in Chicago. Chicago sky. There you go. Thank you. So <laughs> I kid you not, they played a club version of Let It Go. My kids Ooh. turned the fuck up. And I'm like, if I, if I have That's to hear this song, version. <laughs> girl. <laughs> It was like the bass was going. My kids was like doing the nay-nay and whipping. They're like, yes, let it go. That's hilarious. And we've seen this song enough in the goddamn classroom. So now all these kids are getting turned to. It's like that was Baby Shark before Baby Shark came out. Yeah, it was. It was let it go. Yes. So I thought, I think they were trying to capitalize off that wave even though it came and went. That's Mm -hmm. my issue with um, animation trying to feed off of pop culture. Because by the time you come out, that wave has been and gone. Well, I've seen that happen with several that? movies where they're trying to like do the whipping and nay-nay. I'm like, baby, that was years ago. <laughs> you are late. But yes, they try to do frame by frame for Let It Go. Sure, I sang to it because I'm here now. But I'm like, we really didn't need that shit. Yeah. God. And we weren't the target demographic for that. That's that's mm. my issue. Let it go and that particular song. That was great for, like you said, for kids. You all both were like, oh, my kids, blah, blah, blah. And, and like, those aren't the people playing Kingdom Hearts 3. That is the so true. The people playing Kingdom Hearts 3 are not singing Let It Go. Do you think they're trying so to appease two kids? Like, even though kids ain't the target audience, you think they're trying to expand their audience, which makes no sense because I think the games are maturing yeah, as we are. get more. So it's like, that was no point in that. Or maybe they're yeah. trying to flex. Look what we can do. I'm like, well, you could have made a better game. <laughs> you could have started with that. Characters. Girl, they did not show them at all. I thought something happened, but I think personally... I think they're trying to make Kingdom Hearts as original as possible. So they're removing all of that excess shit. Mm, Personally. As in, even though they did bring them back in the downloadable content, which had everything I wish the first game has had, because there's a part in the downloadable content, it's a group fight. So you're just switching out of multiple fighters, just kicking ass together. And I'm like, this is what I wanted in the first game. And then at one point, Mickey is struggling. Like, he's carrying his keyblade, like how Zack got his ass kicked in that Final Fantasy game, and he was just going to die, but you still trying to fight? 
So mm-hmm. Mickey is struggling. You're like, oh my God, Mickey gone down. We got to fight through it. I wish we had this kind of shit in the first game. Get me emotionally yeah. involved in the first game. Yeah, but, I wish yeah. we could have fought alongside King Mickey. It's like you get cool. and then even a downloadable content, you can play other characters. And I anticipated that for the third game because you have all the homies together. The whole mm-hmm. squad is here. We're gonna kick a whole bunch of ass together. But we didn't have that option. And I'm like, why you didn't do that the first time? It would have been great. I probably would have bitched about this less. Yeah. Probably. I had a friend, um, when I studied in Tokyo, I was 20, and uh-huh. she was obsessed with this game. She was obsessed with Kingdom Hearts. And so she's like, yeah, um, I think by that time, what was it? Kingdom Hearts 2 was out, right? Or no? Mm, yeah, it you was s- out by that time. Cause like it's okay. Like, so I mean, it came out when we were in high school. So oh, okay. okay. So then. she was talking mm-hmm. about this game, and she was just like, yeah, the third one's going to come out so soon. I got to get, like, all the merch and stuff while I'm in Japan, and I'm going to try to, like, you know, she was just so into uh, Kingdom Hearts, and she talked about it. She kept saying, it's going to come out. It's going to come out. And nope. <laughs> when, I, when it finally came out, I texted her. I was like, girl, <laughs> we hella almost in our 30s, and this shit just came out. And she was like, shut up. Because she knew that she was bragging about this shit in Japan like eight years ago. She was like, yeah, it's going to come out soon. It's going to come out soon. It's like, mm-mm. It did not yeah, come out really soon. So, yeah, she was not very, like, excited about it. She didn't even post anything on Facebook. And she's a massive fan. So it's like, oh, that sucks. And the worst part, I felt like a massive fan when it came out because I pre-ordered mm-hmm. mine. So I was with all the other little nerdy blurs just in the line of GameStop waiting mm-hmm. for it 6 o'clock on the dot to get my copy. I even looked back. There was a homeboy who I went to high school and middle school with. We like, hey, hey, you in line too? What you get? I'm getting Kingdom Hearts, bitch. You getting it too? Yes. And it was a snowstorm and shit. So we knew we're going to be staying in the house playing this game all day. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the whole hype we built up into getting this shit did not pan out on the screen. And the sad part is, despite how disappointed it was, I probably still play it. Yeah. I might still play it. I ain't going to get the first copy. Like, I ain't going to pre order. <laughs> I'll play it when I play it, but I might still fuck yeah. with it. And that's where I am now. I'll, I'll play it when I play it. Yeah. Uh, did I ever. Did I ever tell you about the time I made the guy cry talking about Kingdom Hearts? I remember we did a side conversation. I don't, I'm not sure about the podcast. Okay. But continue. So, mind you, I, y- y'all already know how I am about my stuff. I, I am a fan. I'm a fanatic about what I like. And that includes um, Kingdom Hearts. But with that in mind, I am also critical. I'm, like, really critical of things I like. So... Um, there was this guy at, we were just, we were just at a kickback at a friend's house, and I, to this day, this guy thinks I hate him. I really don't. He just has horrible debate skills. And I was, uh, I think he had an Organization 13 hoodie on, and so we got to talking about Kingdom Hearts, and I explained to him that I was of the belief that it, that all the games between two and three were just cash grabs. Now. I found out later, birth by well, in this discussion, birth by sleep is actually important to the overall plot. Mm-hmm. 
But my argument was that the rest of them, because when I debate, I do it to learn or exchange ideas. So I'm not like hardlining. So when he explained that and when that was explained, I'm like, oh, okay, that's cool. But what about the rest of the games? Because I have the original games, but I also have the um, remixes that they did. And if you have the remixes, there's three games, I'll say three and a half, two and a half games on each disc. It's um, like one, one of the filler games, and then it's another one of the filler games, but it's literally only the cutscenes. And they did that for one, or for recoded, like one, and they did it for two. And so I was explaining to him that if these games were really important to the franchise, then I would have been able to play them. But they so, ain't going to switch it over from one system to another just to make it playable. Then that would be a cash grab. But then would it be economical? But they already did that because they made them PS2 games. That's how I was able to play Birth by Sleep in the other games. Um, Birth by the Sleep they the did, but I don't know if they memories. did that with Coded. I don't think they did that with Coded and the one with um, Roxas and Shion. I forget, but I know there's a total of three games. It's like Kingdom Hearts 1, Birth by Sleep, and then there's another one where it's just all the clip, the cutscenes from that game. Then there's two, another game, I... and then I think it's like the one that's like 300 and something over two days or some some weird. Yeah, that's cut. the one with Roxas, and the other one probably might have been Kingdom Hearts Chi. Maybe, but that was a mobile game. Oh, no, no, that Maybe. it wasn't that one. You know what? It was um, it was coded. I don't remember. It was coded. I remember the games were Chain of Memories and Birth by Sleep because I played both of them on the PlayStation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did those already. So, and I played one and two. So that whatever other two games they had, it was literally just the cutscenes. They're all on the same disc. Mm-hmm. So. I, my point was that if they were, if they weren't just cash grabs, if they were that significant to the plot, then I would be able to play the game. Mm-hmm. And he didn't like that point of view, and mm-hmm. I kept saying, "Well, if it's because I was like the storyline doesn't make sense," and he kept trying to explain why the storyline made perfect sense, and I'm like, "That sounds convoluted. Why not this?" And he got so worked up, he legit started crying, and I'm just like, Aww. "You broke his fandom." But then I again, did break his fandom. The story doesn't make sense, and Kingdom Hearts 1 was the best one, because that's before it got convoluted. <laughs> but I like 2. Shit. I like 2, two because was fun. he was dual-wielding, and, yeah. and he had this, the glowy clothes, like, he had the different um, transformations. Like, that's, man, the, that final form, oh, gosh, going through End of World as final form, and having uh, the dual-wielding Keyblades, that was so fun. And then, like, how he would just be floating around, and then one of the Keyblades would just spin in his hand. And I was just like, yes. See, yes. you had that in Kingdom Hearts 2, but Kingdom Hearts 3 was too easy. Like, I wish That's it was balanced like Kingdom Hearts 2. Because um, with that, we mentioned forms. You only could pick one form, and that shit's tapped out. You have to rebuild the mm-hmm. drive before you switch. And if you use too many forms in one battle, you hit the anti-form. In Kingdom Hearts 3, you can use any specialty however you want as long as it's still available. So you can abuse that fucking triangle button to you a blue in the face, and there's really no challenges or balances to that mess. And I'm like, what? This is boring. Now I got to train myself not to push these buttons if I really want to have a struggle. Right. And then, uh, like the gameplay was the- just did not make any sense. 
Yeah, and even with, like, the anti-form, that one was complicated because, like, if you did too many combos, you would just, like, levitate off the screen and have to wait for him to fall back down. And you can't heal, so it's like, if you did, you did. Right! So you have to be real strategic. You have to, like, strike and then, like, jump back and, like, you know, kind of like how cats fight. You know, they just kind of, like, smack <laughs> and then they, like, jump back. <laughs> I've watched a cat fight, fight like for the first time, like, I think last year. That shit was epic as fuck. I was like, wow, they really be throwing balls <laughs> over my hands. Yes, the they do. In the words of Tony Baker, Pappity Smack. <laughs> oh, the skibbity pass? Yes, the skibbity I'm going to break these paws off of you. <laughs> Uh, side like, note, I also heard for the first time cats have sex. That shit was traumatic as hell. Yeah, it was very traumatic sound. I've oh heard that my. before. There's yeah, like a lot of strays. In I don't like that. that shit. It just makes me want to throw water out there and say, separate! Yes. Right! Stop! <laughs> if it hurts so much, why do you want it? Stop it! <laughs> Nature. Well, you know they have, like, spiny penises, right? Like, they have yes. bunch of penises. I, I have two boys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, had two boys so yeah it's barbed all over mm-hmm. and i'm like ew yeah that i've researched sucks. about pets once and i have them and they cause me troubles so apparently the whole point of a, a spiky dick is when they rake the wall as opposed to trigger her to ovulate mm. and i'm like nature why are you so scary right right <laughs> Cause they, you probably you scared. probably clinching right now. I probably have your yes. leg twisted over each other. Like, mm, I don't want spiky dicks. No spiky dicks, Mm-mm. no fun. I mean, we yeah. probably want the little nub nubs from the bad dragons and shit for the sensation, but not the spiky dicks. <laughs> the nub nubs. You like little nub nub bum bumps? Nub nub bum bumps. Oh gosh, but I actually like. I have to break up more cat fights than I anticipated because I have two cats or we have two cats and a boy and a girl like okay so Simba I've had the longest and when I was living with a roommate my roommate had a boy cat after about two three weeks they got along really well um came down here went to get Simba cat food he also needed um we wanted to get my companion because we were traveling to Chicago a lot to see family and so we got a girl who we just instantly fell in love with. And Olive, the girl, she absolutely loves Simba to the point where if Simba's in trouble, she will jump in between us and Simba to like get us to calm down or, wow. or like to protect him. Like she, she, she loves him so much. And if he's doing something in trouble, she'll go to like stop him so we won't come after him. Simba, on the other hand, Cannot be bothered by her. He cannot Such a cat. <laughs> and like Olive likes other cats more than she likes humans, because like sometimes when people she'd be like, oh, don't come near me. But with Simba, she'd be like, hey, and Simba's like, 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 and he's running, and like, so she'll try to play with him, and Simba doesn't know how to play. He he's a feral kitten that got rescued, so right. he's trying to play. And he's like, oh, word. Next thing you know, I'm pulling them apart. He's got his, her fur in, in his mouth, and we're checking her for blood. It's like the weirdest Damn. thing. It's, yeah, it's it's bad. I, I wish he would stop being a butt. That's why his nickname is Butt Butt, because he's a furry little a-hole. So he's Stinker Butt or Butt Butt, and it's all of this Pluto Tutor because she has gas that can, she used to have gas that could peel paint. 
It was it's it it was foul. We changed the diet though. Mm-mm. That's sad. She's like, hey, play with me. He said, you want to run up? Let's go. And he's like, wait a minute, nigga. Not like that. <laughs> I just wanted to play tag. Pretty mm. much. She went, let's play. He's like, run up, get done up. She's like, wait. <laughs> <laughs> no, my boys were pretty okay. It was cute because I, I found Milo as a kitten. And so I was concerned that Xavier would not accept him, but he treated him like a kitten. He will groom him, Aww, keep him inside. It's, I got the funniest story. And, but he, he's like a big old fluffy Maine Coon mutt. So he would mm-hmm. just be laying down and this kitten was like pounce on him. Like he would try Aww. to sleep and this kitten like play with me, play with me. And when they get older, now Xavier want to play. And then Milo's like, I don't want to play with you. You too no. big for this shit. I want to play so damn much. But the cutest shit I've seen, Xavier is grooming him. He's a long hair cat. So I have a feeling that's why Milo never exchanged tongues. He's like, I ain't doing all that shit. <laughs> that's a hairball. Right. You can lick me, but I ain't finna waste my time licking you. So he will lick his face. Milo lift his head up. He'll get under his chin. like He was like, yes, bathe me. And then he'll go down his neck. And he'd be like start growling give him a warning like you're going too far south (laughs) xavier like i don't give a fuck i'm a clean (laughs) so he keeps on licking he just ignores this warning so when he growled at him one time i watched this cat stood back and just looked at him like you don't growl at me bitch so I watch him in slow motion raise that paw up <laughs> oh, and smack man. them dead in the head. I'm like, my Xavier, like this bitch just growled at me. I was doing him a favor. Ooh. I'm licking you. That's, the audacity. See, my I cats like are cats. Shady. I, I do. I think they're beautiful creatures. I love how they look, but their personalities. I know each cat have a different personality, but like generally... I can't deal with cats for the most part. And I see you guys are cat mommies, and I, mm-hmm. I totally respect that. But mm-hmm. as the only dog mommy <laughs> on this podcast, I will say, dogs, you do not have to worry about that moodiness that cats have. They are consistently, like, mm, consistently happy for the most part. My dog. I miss dogs. I know, like there's. That's so, why like, I miss dogs. She's a There's a different kind of love from dogs. It is. It, it is, is a, a different, different kind of love. Like she's happy to see me every single time, even if we just got into it. Now, the dog that I have, <laughs> <laughs> I will say, she's probably one of the moodiest dogs that I ever met. Like she's almost similar, freakishly similar to me. She's clumsy. She like she slides down the the stairs and everything like she is not graceful at all, but like she also is very moody when she's ready to like wind down. So if I'm ready to play, she's like, oh, it's like seven o'clock p.m., bro. I'm trying to chill out. <laughs> I'm like, yes, yeah, come on, let's play, let's play. She just looks at me like, nigga. She gets in her mood, but consistently she's always happy. Now, my other dog, Gohan, very sweet dog. Like, he's very mellow, but he's scared of everything. And that drives me crazy because me and Sire, we're both Leos. Okay, we're born in like mid July or late July. And 
Gohan is just so weak and so like he's scared of paper plates. He's scared yeah. of just rent, like plastic bags. If it's floating in the air, he's like, what the fuck is that? Like, <laughs> and I'm just like, you know, like me and Tai get so annoyed at him, but he's such a sweet dog. Like, so the dynamic between like me and Saya, or Saya is the more assertive one, more um, aggressive one, and Gohan, the little boy, he's he's just trying to make it. <laughs> in a house full of very strong women. He's <laughs> like, I just want to get a cuddle. <laughs> right, right. Exactly. Just, one, just one cuddle. Like, he, she literally pushes him out the way. So if I, like, uh, have them both, they run it up to me, you know, like, hey, you know, excited or whatever. Saya is, like, I think she's 19 pounds and Gohan is 7 pounds. She takes her body weight and physically moves him out the way so yeah. I won't rub him. And, like, I have to just be like, okay, Saya, that's rude as fuck. And then I go over to Gohan, and I have to, like, pick him up and cuddle with him. Like, he's just my little my little soft baby. That's all I can say. So that's like your little man. That's my <laughs> little I do call it. Like, that's mama's little man right there. So, yeah. Me and a dog. And is like, so. <laughs> right. <laughs> so <laughs> She yeah, don't care, like, at all. They, they are nice to each other, but it's just when I'm there, she's just like, that's my mom. So, move. So, what's funny, what's funny is, one, just still talking about dogs. I think I like dogs theoretically and not practically. And what I mean by that is, like, I love dogs. Like, I love playing with them. I like, I like the pit bulls, the huskies, blah, 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 blah. But then when I think about the fact that I got to take you outside, I got to wipe your paws when you come in the house, I got to, no, I'm, I'm, that's too much work. Uh, here's like, your food, here's your my box, life, But my lifestyle, I need a cat. But even this cat, sometimes he just push that button too. Like he clingy. Like Simba, a dog a clingy. clingy. Is that the too. one you talked to in the beginning of the yes. podcast? Yes. Like I kid you not. I, he, we could be in the same room with each other. He won't bother me. But as soon as I get busy or someone comes into my room to talk to me, he is in my face. I yeah. kid you not. It's like clockwork. We actually observed him. Let me be by myself. He ain't going to say shit. Let somebody come in this room and talk to me. He's in my face. Well, I'm like, funny. you wasn't even thinking about me. <laughs> Go sit down. Yeah, I um with the with Simba, he's he's the cuddle butt. He's the one I wake up and like this morning I woke up and he was curled next to me. I miss like, under the blankets. Um Olive, she's more attached to Shamari. So like he'll be sitting there doing what he'll be on the couch and she'll be asleep. And if he shifts, she'll wake up and start yelling at him, thinking that he, <laughs> he's leaving. And it's just oh. like, man, like Cause she's gonna follow him around the house, and he encourages her to make that like to use her voice. So they're literally just be going around the house, meowing at each other. And I'm like, "What are you doing?" And then Shamari will start. He'll call her name if you if he says her name a certain way, she's going to respond. So he'll be like, "Poo poo poo," and she'll meow. So it's just. All I hear, I'm just chilling off the day. Poop, 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 meow. Poop, 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 meow. Like that's that's it, and he's like dancing with it. <laughs> Aww. 
But usually in the morning, and this is why when people are acting crazy when I'm at work, I'm like, y'all don't understand. I don't want to be here. It's like, I really don't want to be here dealing with y'all, especially with everything going on. Because in the morning, nine times out of ten, I wake up, I have my husband, of course, to, next to me in the bed with me. But then there's a chance I also have Olive asleep at my feet and Simba asleep at my side. So I wake up in the morning surrounded by love. Aww. And I got to it's such it's such a peaceful feeling. Yeah. And then I got to wake up and mm-hmm. be an essential worker. <laughs> <laughs> like then I wake up like, and I got to go outside like mm. right. And I'd be like don't touch my stuff. Look here. <laughs> if you don't want to be here, what makes you think I want to be here? Exactly. I woke up in a dream. Like I woke up, my had my Batman jammies on. You feel me? I had my kitties. I had my husband. It was all good. I ain't had to get up out this bed till I had to pee or to have to eat. But now I'm here dealing with you and your fussy self. Calm down. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing I like about not having to go into work. You can slowly wake up and have mm-hmm. a good morning. Yes. Not that you're dead to the world zombie trying to get this pot of coffee going so you could try to be kind of functional. Have the wind blowing in your face to wake you up. No. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It's like I wish I was quarantined enough to get bored to bake bread. Well, I, I made a pound cake the other day because I was bored. <laughs> I was like, well. Girl, that glaze was dripping. I can see what y'all cutting. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I was like, oh, I didn't even, like, I see what y'all saying now. It did look I sexual. I see that, and I didn't say nothing. I was just like, oh, oh, see, that's, I, that's frosting. Okay. See, I, I was thinking it. I'm like, oh. But I kept on going. But then I see somebody else make that same. I'm like, oh, we in this together. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's like all the perverted minds uh, combined. <laughs> <laughs> I'm married. My perverted mind is blessed by the Lord. <laughs> as long as it's between me and my husband, we are blessed. Amen, saints. See, I can't even like look at that footage the same anymore. It's just now I just see, you know, extra thick, extra thick. <laughs> All right, y'all. Are we we good? We uh, we had a we good, good little conversation. This was feeling lovely. Good? We we are we we feeling better, you know. Trying times. It's good to just sit back, relax, talk about you know our anime and video games and yes. while sipping wine. Exactly. I'm sipping my grape juice, yo. I finished the bottle <laughs> just now. Just finished it. Oh yeah, I definitely finished my little cup, and you know, got me another little hit, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, y'all, that was another episode of Afro Pups and Bubblegum. This um our slumber party episode. Just keep you guys uplifted during these hard times. So have a good day, everyone. Bye. Be breezy, Bye. be easy. Bye. Bye. <laughs> In harmony. Cyanara.